Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome to episode one of the Balance podcast. I am not Sophie Scott, you can probably tell. Uh, Sophie Scott is our editor, our guru, our leader. I promise she's not made me say that. Some of you would have expect, would be expecting Sophie. She hosts a lot of our events. She's the the figurehead of the mag. I'm not. I'm like kept in the cellar. I shouldn't have said that. So I'm James Gill. I am the deputy editor. I do a lot of our interviews. Uh, the reason why I'm doing all this heavy lifting is because we can't assume that you definitely have heard of Balance. You might you might not have Balance. Uh, we're a magazine. We're a website. We've been going just under three years. The website is balance.media. We are a monthly lifestyle and wellness uh, title. A lot of heavy lifting up top, but as I say, if, you, if you've never heard of us, that's why. Um, so cover interviews we've done, we've, we've done them with the likes of Denzel Washington. That was what like... That was quite literally one of the uh, greatest thrills of my life. But don't tell my wife that I said that. We've got we've got two kids, but I've got to say, interviewing Denzel was uh, uh, Ricky Gervais. More on him in a bit. Kira Knightley. That was a story that blew up around the world. So if you ne- if you'd never heard of Balance, you may have seen our our, our chat with Kira. They re- they reported on the Kira Knightley Balance interview on American television in the way that you might expect them to report on a conflict. It was. So exciting! It honestly, it was. It was. It was. It was. Uh, thank you, Kira. God bless you. So there have been loads of amazing interviews, loads of features. What are the sort of things we we write about in balance? Well, we we we've covered such such topics as love and loss and grief and anger and pain and suffering and humility. And if there's one thing that we uh, we we really try cover, essentially, it, it's doing the right thing. That's what a lot of our Maggie's about. We've got a. We have a, a page dedicated to good news. We want people to know that the, the world is good and life is good. Life is hard, but life is good. Uh, why am I saying all this? Well, the planets align. Whose new show is about all of those things? Ricky Gervais. As I say, we've had him on our cover before. I, th- I think I can call him a friend of the mag. Thank you, Ricky. I'm always super grateful. So Ricky's new show on Netflix is called After life and it's about all those weighty themes it's an incredible piece of work uh as a father to two children sitting down to watch a box set as you as you may know it's not easy so i I was able to block book (laughs) that is what it takes i could block book a full day yesterday and i watched all six episodes and uh honest to goodness i was sorry when it was over it was it was it was wonderful it's very funny, but uh, 
Gervais also knows how to get those heartstrings. I, saw, I don't want to spoil it. I don't really want to say much more. It's about a man who has lost everything and then has to try find meaning in the world. And it's, it's, I think it's a really beautiful piece of work. I'll get out of the way. I'll get out of the way. If you're like me, you listen to a podcast and there might be an interview and you're listening to the intro and you're thinking, shut up. I just want to get to, just want to get to the interview. So that, that I'm very mindful of doing that. So uh, if, if you're a, a long-term balance reader, thank you very much. It means the world. If you're new to us, uh, then, then welcome. So uh, yeah, it, it was, it was our absolute pleasure to sit down and talk with with one of the all-time greats, Ricky Gervais. Uh, we wanted to kick off and talk about the themes of the show, Afterlife. That's what, how we wanted to start because it ties in so much with what we do at Balance. But as with any interview I've ever done, <laughs> we talked about something else at the start. So we just got, we started chatting about podcasts because, again, the planets had aligned. The, the person who was doing podcasts before podcasts were even a thing was was Ricky Gervais. So I hope you enjoy this half as much as I enjoyed chatting with Ricky. Um, enjoy. And I'll see you on the other side. I'll wrap up at the end. But enjoy Ricky. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Oh my God, the, yeah. pressure. the pressure. I love him. He's like a little robot. It's all right, man. Right, it? It's good. Wow. It's called a Yeti microphone. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is it really good? Like a prop, like a studio one? Yeah, yeah it's good. It's omnidirectional, so it kind of picks up both, both sides. And all around Perfect and for podcasting. It's kind of all you need. The new big thing, again. Well, I mean, we're yeah. talking to the, the podfather, aren't we? Well, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was mad. Yep, we're good to go. Oh, yeah, great. Brilliant. I mean, that, this isn't how I intended to start, but I mean, that was, you were podcasting before podcasting was a thing, weren't you? Yeah, well, I'd heard of it, and I think the first person I'd heard ever doing it, and there were people before me, but I'd heard the term when I think you too did a concert and I thought what a great idea and the first thing I thought of was it's the internet no constraints do it when you want it lasts forever you can edit it you can and I just thought well this is my medium and uh, um, yeah I uh, uh, did it with a Guardian first of all and they put that out as a free podcast but then the downloads were so immense I just thought it like forget TV viewing figures, they were crazy. Um, so uh, I started charging for it. Well, <laughs> on, behalf of, on behalf of everyone, congratulations. Because that was. But then I couldn't call it a podcast anymore. That was an audio book. <laughs> you could, I had to call yeah, it an audio that. book. Yeah. Brilliant. A podcast is free. Um, so. Uh, and it's funny because my serious show, which is on Sirius XM in uh, uh, North America, sure. and people pay for it, subscription. And so. Um, I wasn't allowed to put that out as a free podcast because you couldn't geo-block it through in America. So I had to put that out as an audiobook so I could only, I could sell it everywhere but um, America in the, in the like the rules of the contract. Sure. But then they've let me put out a compilation of it because it's like an advert. So ev eventually everything comes free. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, in terms of the internet, I mean, that takes us nicely onto streaming and what you've done here. I mean, I've, tweeted this morning to both my followers I think it's a masterpiece oh thank you well, like, well it doesn't matter how many followers that gets a retweet <laughs> <laughs> that'll be out there um, thank you very much yeah. thank you um, I was, yeah it was an absolute joy um, to film and uh, 
Yeah, no restrictions. I, I suppose I've always sort of demanded fine leather, and luckily I got it with my first thing because I think that people didn't care. It was a low budget thing that went out, and they, you know, gave me a chance. And once you get it once, you sort of get it again. But there's still been a compromise along the way because um, to get no interference, I had to go to places that would let me have that. So it was Channel 4, not ITV. It was BBC2, not BBC1. It was HBO, not NBC. Sure. But then Netflix come along, no interference, and the sky's the limit with ratings. You know, 140 million subscribers. Uh, and deep pockets. So it's it's win 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 with Netflix for me. It's my perfect medium. They 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 pay better than TV. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but it's part. It would, it would be it would be it would be a um, uh, a trickier decision if they if sure. they had no restrictions but paid less. I'd have to weigh it up, you know. But there's there's no reason not to go to Netflix. No interference. Forty million people might watch a show. And uh, and they pay well, so uh, it's a no-brainer for me. And uh, again, I was lucky to get on the the cusp of that, you know, early days. Um, uh, so yeah, I've been I've uh, I've been luckily, you know, um, sort of there when things might be happening. Now, where did the the themes of this show are everything? Where, where did the, where have you pulled this one from? Because right, um, the very first idea I had for this. Um, and it's rare to have an idea and do that thing next because usually you've got a backlog that jostle for position. You go, this one's right, this one's right. But I had the idea and I started writing it and it took me about 14 months. And the first idea was, imagine if you lost everything and you had nothing to lose anymore. You wouldn't be scared of anything. You wouldn't worry about what you say. You wouldn't worry about consequences. And it'd be like a superpower because you could say and do whatever you wanted and when it got too much, you've always got death to fall back on. Uh, and that was the idea. That was the idea. And the, the second thing was what what would be everything? Well, the love of your life, a soulmate, the, you know, everyone's greatest fear, you know. So, and then with that came, who's right for that? Oh, it's Carrie. Carrie Godliman. She's, she's the wife. Uh, and then you build. And because I've been in the business for quite a while now, you know, your first work is you write it and then, it, it's, you've got something in your mind and you have to cast And but now I've been around for a while and I know the perfect person for the job in every situation so it looks like the greatest hits of all my work uh, uh, and that's so much easier for a writer, director to know who you're writing for um, I had people cast before I'd even a fifth of the way through the script I was workshopping with the cast halfway through you know um, and it's no coincidence that they're mostly comedians and comic actors uh, because it's a lot harder to make a straight actor who hasn't got funny bones be funny than the other way around but you can do drama just act natural don't just don't make it funny and do the lines you can pretty much but it's much harder to uh, be funny and people find it more intimidating as well People who think they're not funny, what well, they, they panic. Sure. So, uh, um, and I wanted both. So I think the way to do it is um, is uh, get people who have probably studied comedy more and can do a bit of drama, um, because the drama can be the mood, 
The drama can just be treating something. Drama can be sitting there quietly and let the camera do the work, let the music do the work. You can't do that with comedy. You can't make something funnier with a camera move or a, or a bit of... Well, you can because you can do edit and cuts and reactions, yeah. but, it, you know, a, a dolly shot doesn't make jokes funnier. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... Um, uh, it, it was remarkably easy and it does look more ambitious and it probably is more ambitious than anything I've done before and uh, it probably looks better than anything I've done before um, because it demanded it it just demanded it um, but that, I think the, the only worry I had was do I expect an audience to go from crying over someone dying of chemotherapy and a man in deep depression with suicidal thoughts to laugh at him uh, calling a little ginger kid a cunt, right? And I thought, yeah, the audience is smart. They get it. And I think what usually happens is when people do, you know, do take these chances in drama or discussing taboo subjects or something just more contentious, right? They panic and they think, oh, some people might like that. I'll water it down. And that's, that's when it's ruined. Yeah. Whereas I think if you, if you don't compromise and you know there's people out there who are smart and they wouldn't have seen anything like that, they'll appreciate it more. And I think that's what I want to do as I get older. Just be more honest and braver. That's all you have to do. That's your only duty, I think. And the, 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 the I'm not spoiling anything here, but the... The, the core message of which, is, if you're going to boil it down, is do the right thing, humility, compassion. Absolutely. What, what made you want to? Uh, it's something we've talked about before, I know. But what, what, what? Why was that so important to this particular project? Because it's all we've got. I think of life like a, an amazing once in a lifetime holiday. We don't exist for thirteen and a half billion years. The chance of us even being born as us, that sperm hitting that egg, is four hundred trillion to one. Then we get 80, 90 years, if we're lucky, of trying to experience everything. Life is fucking amazing. It's incredible. There's travel, there's mountains, there's people, there's dogs, there's wine, there's pizzas, right? There's learning. There's, do you know, there's feeling stuff. There's laughing. There's everything, right? And then you die. And then it's back to nothingness again. So you better make the most of it. Now, some people don't think like that. Some people have um, religious thoughts and they think they're, um, they're carry on or they go to heaven and see their friends and pets again or they'll come back as a spirit or they'll be reincarnated or whatever. I don't have those beliefs. So um, life is all I've got and it's magical. And it's, it must be a wonderful thing because I think what this show will do, I can imagine WhatsApp groups lighting up. I think Twitter is already lighting up. It will encourage people... I wrote it in my piece for the magazine today. I think it's the sort of it's the it's a piece of work that will encourage people, without tearing up, to tell someone that you love them. I, I agree, I agree. I think the relationship that Tony has with his wife is beautiful. It's not a coffee advert. It's real. They love each other and they they they've opted out of the rest of society. That's why he hasn't hasn't got a network of friends. He didn't need them. He had the best relationship. He couldn't wait to get home to his wife and dog to get drunk and muck about. And that's what I show, that he had the perfect life in the real sense. He had his best mate for 25 years. And it wasn't enough. And he thinks, why, why did I not have this 
my best mate for 50 years. It's not my fault. Right, I'm angry. I'm going to punish the world. He doesn't know what to do. Nothing makes him happy anymore. Um, uh, and the question I asked throughout the series is, if you lose everything, is it worth sticking around? And without spoiler alerts, I'm an optimist. Uh, I, I always have been. And, um, and uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of humanity. They're my... They're, they, yeah, dogs are first, then then humanity. <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree with that. <laughs> How does it... You know, a lot of people... This is just a fact of life. A lot of people are in a bad way. I, th- yeah. I, I genuinely, firmly believe that what you've done here, you, you will be giving hope to the hopeless. People will watch this who are in a bad way and they will realise that life is amazing. Well, it, it is about that as well. And it's about a certain part of Tony. We understand why he's being an arsehole. He's trying to become a psychopath so he doesn't feel pain anymore. But it's not that easy because he's, de- he's a decent bloke. He's a nice bloke. And he's just in a... He's, he's a wounded animal. Um, and we don't know what anyone's going through. You know, when we're rude to someone or dismissive of someone or we complain, we don't know what they've been through that day. Um, we only know when we're feeling pain. And because we're so narcissistic, we think our thing is worse than anyone else's. And there's a bit of that in Tony. So I make him meet people worse off than him in a way and it shows him to be a little bit spoilt sometimes and wallowing. Um, again, we get it. We get it and we forgive him. Um, but he makes it hard for us sometimes to forgive him. But I think ultimately we do. When we see him with his wife, we know he's a decent bloke. But I think that's refreshing that the lead character makes actual mess. He's not always in the right. Because no. in a lot of shows, the lead character is flawless. Yeah. In this one, he he, he does mess up. It's, it's Or he's always wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's the ambiguity, the you know. And yeah. uh, again, there's a... As a writer, I, I, there's a bit of me in all the characters. I don't just always... Tony doesn't always say what I say and uh, or, or never. Um, all the characters do and don't say what I say sometimes because everything you do is semi-autobiographical. And we're, we're, we're all the sum of our parts and our inputs. So um, that's what drama is. It's conflict. So the, the, so the, the, um, the characters mustn't always agree. Sure. That's boring. Yeah. You know... The, the, how boring is Big Brother when they all get along? Oh, come your, on! Your heart sinks, doesn't it? I want a fist fight. Yes, I want a fist fight. Yeah, yeah. He's an American reality star <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and so it uh, and it, the same with the audience. The audience won't always agree with everything Tony says and Absolutely. does, and they shouldn't. Sometimes he's wrong, and sometimes he's right. He, and I, again, no spoilers, but um, with the uh, when he's refused the children's meal, he's right. I think he acts... He shows the stupidity of this dogmatic nonsense. You know, he's not right when he calls a 10-year-old kid a little cunt. Yeah. But he's not well. He's not well. And I think the comedy comes from us deciding what's right and wrong. And we even like it when he's wrong. Because we deep down we think, well, at least he said something. And I think we all want to express ourselves. And that is the beauty of everyone being different and and uh, and the world not being a safe space. I find it offensive when people think they have the right to never be offended. I think, who do you fucking think you are? Who? How dare you think 
you can go through life uh, uh, not having anything that offends you. Offence is good. It makes you think. It makes you formulate an argument. When someone says to me, I'm offended by that, uh, my first question is, why? My second question is, so what? What's, what, what? You've just told me how you feel. What am I going to do about it? They might as well have said, I've got a pain in my leg. I go, oh, sorry about that. I'm not going to... I don't have to do anything. So it makes people think why are you offended? What's wrong with this? And I think um, when we say it's offensive, we mean I'm offended, not it's offensive. We mean I wish I hadn't heard it. And that's what art comes from in television. Everyone talks about these things in private and jokes about them, but they don't like it when it's on their telly. That's right. Why? Yeah. It's madness. Can you imagine? And it, and uh, uh, this... this um, uh, offence culture has been embraced by media. So how many times did this, this clickbait headline happens every day? So-and-so said a thing and everyone's furious. No, not everyone's furious. 0.001% of people are furious, right? You found the two tweets. The rest of us don't give a fuck and wouldn't have heard of it if you hadn't done the headline. It's nonsense. It's clickbaity nonsense. There's not people sitting around uh, at home and in building sites, getting offended. They're getting on with their life. That's right. They're not offended by swearing. You know, they're just not. It's this ridiculous nanny state that we think we know what's right, that what that what should be discussed in art, fuck you. When you click on those, you, you see that the two tweets they've dug out have been liked by two people. I know. It's, it's, all, it's, just, it's, just, it's all nonsense, it's isn't their, it? It's their side of the story. And, uh, and they might change it the next day. You know, yeah, they, totally. might, they might go. It, it's it's just it just you know it's like the local paper that Tony works for. It's like they're not for reading; they're for being in. That's right. You know, <laughs> in terms of um, in, in terms of balance, we see Tony do things that are good. We see him do things that are bad. What what do you do in your life that you know is a good thing? And then, are there any things that you do that you know are bad? I'm not asking you to confess to a bank robbery, but no. Know. Well, I, I mean, I, I I like to think I'm not a bad person. Obviously, um, I, I try and live a good life, not because I think I'll be rewarded for it in heaven, um, uh, but because I think it's the correct way to act, and it's I I, I act um, uh, how I I want you know people to treat me, you know, and uh, and I think being good is his own reward. So I try and be a good moral person, and uh, you know I don't break the law, and I I I don't physically hurt anyone. Um, how do I act badly? Uh, well, I suppose the in a similar way to Tony, I think I'm uh, I'm spoiled. You know, um, I want everything to be perfect all the time. You know, if uh, I, if I go to a restaurant and I find an empty restaurant and they sit us there, then they come. The next person come and they sit in right next to me. I go, well, why do you put them there? Put them over there. So that's that. That's my minute ruined. I, yeah. But I act like <laughs> someone shot me in the foot. Go, For fuck's sake! Why have they put them there? So I know. I, I know. I, I'm like just like everyone else. I I uh, I feel sorry for myself and I'm spoiled and I want a life to be perfect. You know, I don't. I don't need stress. I can be sitting at home. Right, I'm thinking. Oh, I've done all my work. Right, so a letter comes through the door and I go, "What the fuck's that?" <laughs> it's usually money. <laughs> Um, but uh, but um, but yeah. So um, I I do go from naught to sixty on the oh, it's not fair. I'm I'm as spoiled as everyone else. And now we're all guilty of that naught to sixty thing. What do you do to bring it back down to to naught? Uh, 
I'm over it in about a minute. <laughs> I'm over it in about a minute. You know, someone someone doesn't stop at a zebra crossing. I get I get a thirty second urge to <laughs> throw my <laughs> bottle of wine through their back window. <laughs> And then I think, well, that's mental. And I forget about it immediately. I don't go home and say, guess what, Jane? Someone nearly... I forget about it immediately. And I never do that. I never... I can't even send my suit back if it's got a mouse in it now because I think the waiter will put me on fucking YouTube. So I can't... I, I'm denied being angry now. So I, that's why I created Tony. I'm living vicariously through Tony. That's it. But that is the thing, because if you're in the public eye and you put one foot wrong... Oh. I yeah, mean, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, well, that would yeah. be Gervais in my camp. You know. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, um, no, I, uh, I, I, I don't act badly or lose my temper or, or or get into fist fights or shout out of car windows. It's like um, you know, as I say, the uh, the um, the thing on the children's menu that happened to me in real life. They said really, yeah. It was a a, a cafe. It was two names. It was two names of a cafe in Camden. It's not there anymore. Ha, that teaching. Um, and it was, uh, I, I, I saw fish fingers and beans. I thought I couldn't believe my luck. Yeah. Children's menu, right? Right. Uh, and I went, oh, I'll have that, please. And she went, no, we can't serve it. That's children's menu. I went, oh, okay. And in real life, I went, okay, I'll have cheese on toast. And I thought, why did I, why didn't I? Because I can't be bothered. I'll have cheese on toast. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But we create our own heroes and villains. The concessions line in the uh, show is a peach. Yeah, it? exactly. Well, that I, is, but he will bother to go there. He will bother to go. And you see his blood boil when she goes, it's the rules. And he goes, is it? <laughs> is and it? you know you know that he's thinking. He's like, he's sort of like a verbal hulk. You can, know? can I tell you what it reminded me of? What? And I say this with, with you know, uh, my heart filled with love. I said this to David Earl last night. We were WhatsApping each other, and he said he thinks Ricky will, will like this. Uh, a cross between Michael Douglas in Falling Down. That's exactly right. And, Vic, and Victor Meldrew. Right. Because Vic, when One Foot in the Grave was at its best, yeah. he was the avenging angel. Yeah. And that was such a beautiful show. The pathos and the comedy in that show were. I loved Falling Down. I know it was controversial, but I was sort of with him. As a yeah. as a fantasy, I love vigilante films. I love I love you know I I think they're great. I think we all wish you know we, we could do the right thing. I want I want etiquette police. I want police. I want police in a restaurant stopping the way to go like this. I go right, get him get get him out now. Etiquette police, yeah. The way it just went. I go I go, 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 go come on son, you're coming with me. Right, I want I want that. I want that. But then I, I, I get uh, fed up with any noise. Uh, I was on a plane once and someone was typing, but she had loads of bangles. I was thinking, oh. what are you fucking, what, are you doing this on purpose? Are you doing this on purpose? It's like a wind chime thing. I know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I always carry earplugs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I told a bloke on a plane coming back from uh, New York the other week, he was doing. He was yawning. I told him off, and I. I that's rare, right? So he was there. And he was going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're on the we're on the runway. I, I look at him. Right, I think right. There we go. So right. Does it again? Yeah. I go. Okay. 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 I make sure I look at him. I make sure he hasn't got some sort of something wrong with him. Some sort of syndrome. Right. That uh, not his fault. He can't help it. Right. I'm pretty sure he does it 15 fucking times. Right. The last one, I go. He goes. Oh, excuse me, mate. Can you do the yawning without the big noise at the end? 
He went, oh, sorry, I went, thanks, cheers, thank you. And I thought, fuck, I'm sat next to him for seven hours now. And it was just... <laughs> <laughs> but it would have sent me mental. I had to say something. Now, this is a show that can run and run, is it not? Well, as long as I can run and run. Ricky, come on. Yeah. I'll write, I'll write a couple just in case I die and someone can do it without me. Um, no, I do. I, I, I do want to do another one. I fell in love with the characters. Oh, um, my God. They're too good. The, actors, too good. the actors are too good. You know, the world you've built is too good as well. Yeah, you know, I I could. I want to explore the paper more and the silly stories and the and the community more as well. Um, and uh, I wanna I wanna see how he lives out his life because, um, as you say, I'm I I haven't lost my wife. I haven't got a job I hate. I, I've I've got a I've got a lovely home life. I've got the best job in the world. And I still get angry at some cunt yawning. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what, what made you go for grief then? Was we was we working stuff through with that? No, no. It's uh, I just think the high concept came first. It had to be that because he had to have a reason to behave that way. If it was just like a high concept, you know, imagine an alien who didn't said what he wanted it'd be a bit weird I don't because yeah. it's steeped in realism so why would a man do that where he's either a psychopath oh he's trying to be that's funny because you don't want to succeed yeah. you know a comedy comes from an ordinary guy trying to do something he's not equipped to do in this case yeah, yeah. and is trying to punish the world and become a psych- and he can't do it because he's nice his burden is being basically a nice bloke that's why he fails yeah could you say a bit about and I don't know if Penelope Wilton took my dinner money when I was a child, but I had like this Pavlov's dog thing going on where every time she appeared on screen, this is how good she is. I was just yeah, absolute Niagara. Me too. I mean, oh me too. My God. I don't know what she's got. She's got. She's got some. She she makes your lines sound better than you ever dreamed of, and I've loved her ever since. Ever decreasing circles. Right. She's got a humanity. She's got a lovely... I love the fact that she was so unjudgmental, that character. Because I wanted it to be... Even though his friends are sort of trying to help him, um, strangers can help you as well. Kindness is out there. And it's a surprise. I don't know why it's still a surprise. I love it when it makes the news that a, 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 a homeless person saved a dog and was... Well, I love that. Yeah. That should be everywhere. That should be happening every single day. And thanks to Twitter, I do see something nice every day. I cry at kindness. I cry at niceness. Oh, my God. A dog saving another dog from drowning. A soldier coming home from the war after his And the dog licking him to death. This, uh, 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 the, I saw one that the guy was allowed to... He was dying in hospital and they let his horse come. Say, I'm fucking hell. Yeah. It's beautiful. I'm a, I'm a sentimental... We have a section in the mag uh, purely dedicated to stuff like that. Because you you want to remind the reader that most news is amazing. Yeah, you should show off about kindness because it's infectious. People want a bit of it. You show someone kindness and they're hooked. They're hooked. You see, we're we're people who, if we're at a bus stop or walking down the street or whatever, we will ask people, how are you doing? You're right. Yeah. Be, Be naturally friendly. You know, doesn't matter where you are. Is is London getting better? Can London get better at at being more kind? I don't know. I, I think it's sometimes a choice because 
Um, when I lived in the centre of London, I lived in a, a flat, and you didn't see anyone. Um, then we moved out to moved out to Hampstead, <laughs> like yeah. it's the countryside. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, we got a house, our first house with a garden, and it's like Piccadilly Circus. Suddenly, you got a house. People come to your door. Sure. So people are in that all the time. So you meet more people, and you're in a little community. So um, I, I, uh, I, I. I I feared it at first, but now I quite like it. I quite like, particularly as they've all got dogs. Sure. I love it. I love Hampstead, and I love people letting me scruffle their dog. It's great. May, may, may I ask, and this is this is less a question, more a ego massage. We've met a few times. We have, yeah. we have mutual friends. How have you, I mean this so sincerely, how on earth are you still a, a, a normal bloke? How have you not turned into... But I've just I've just told you I told off a bloke for your name. <laughs> Why do you think that's normal? You know, you know what I mean, though. Well, um, well I, I am what I ever was. Whatever, if I used to be normal, I'm still that guy. Um, I, I don't know if I ever was normal, but I'll I, I tell you why. Because I was 39 when I got famous and, uh, and, and wealthy and all those things. So I was already a person. I was already the person I was going to stay. If it had happened at 18, fuck knows what had happened. Sure. You know? So if if you already know who you are by the time life becomes a little bit bizarre, um, then you'll be okay. Well, uh, just to wrap up, I know you, you are... Since James Brown died, you're the hardest working person in the business they call show. Yeah. So what what is next? I know there's the tour. I don't see it as hard work. I feel embarrassed to say I work hard. I try my best, but it's. I think was it was it Churchill that said, "If you find a job you love, you'll never work again." And it feels like that. Great. I just love everything. Every day I wake up and I, th- I have an idea, and I, I know I can try it, and that's beautiful. So it's this. I'd love to do a second series if people want more. Um, I'm doing Supernature, my follow up to Humanity, doing warm ups, and then I'll do a sort of a world arena tour again. Um, so that's two years mapped out I love doing my serious show I love I still love this medium I love it I think it's great it gets into your head um, uh, and uh, and and apart from that I don't know what's next I don't know what's next around that well those three things are next and they're carrying on so uh, um, uh, I'd, have, I'd have thought I'd have thought death <laughs> no come on, <laughs> come on. you're a fit guy you, 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 you've got you know. yeah who knows get hit by a bus I think you're halfway Merry there. Merry Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ricky, thanks. Thank you as always, man. Cheers. Thank Bless you. Pleasure. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Take care. That was Ricky Gervais. Oh, awesome. Thank you to Henry for all his help setting up. Bless you, Henry. Thank you. Uh, he did all the... Basically, anyone that can do tech stuff that I can't do, I call a genius, which is slightly patronising. But Henry, I'm, I'm always super grateful. So thank you. Thank you to Ricky. Remember, the new show is called After Life. Drops on Netflix on the 8th of March. If, if this is after the 8th of March, hey, it's out now. You, what a stroke of luck. Uh, please keep looking out for Balance. As I say, the website is balance.media. Balance is out, generally speaking, second Monday of every month. Uh, any feedback, always welcome. I'm pretty fragile, so, you know, let's keep it kind. Uh, I am james.gill, G-I-L-L, at balance.media. As with any podcast, we want some of those sweet, sweet adverts. I, I wish I was getting a cut. The way I said that with such uh, yearning in my voice, you'd think I was getting a percentage. I am absolutely not. Sales at balance.media. Sales at balance.media. I mean, if you've not en- if you've not enjoyed this episode, we're in trouble because Ricky was uh, Ricky was something else. That was he's, he's just so wonderful. Anyway, thank you very much. This the plan. The plan. Is to do this, is to do an episode a week. I mean, it's a big ask, isn't it? That's the plan, an episode a week. Good luck with that. Um, So just keep peeled, we're on all the social channels. Oh, please, please uh, leave a good review. For the love of God, it helps. I know every podcast says this, but uh, I mean, a five-star review. Oh, helps so much. Uh, if you, yeah, any uh, any correspondence, as I say, please drop us a line. So there's my email. There's another email, which is hello at balance.media. Hello at balance.media. Drop us a line. We always love to hear from you. It's usually Sophie that gets the emails. That's fine. I, I can take it. He said with a tear down his left cheek. Sophie, uh, Super Sophie will be joining me for the for some of these as well. So that'll be that'll be awesome. Anyway, I'm waffling. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you very much. Wherever you are, I. I Sincerely hope you have a, be- uh, a belting day. Uh, bless you. Take care. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.